Hey guys, and welcome to the Get Life podcast. And after the, I would say, the sixth time of, actually no, seventh time of trying this intro, finally doing it um, correctly. And this is the 50th episode. So yay! It's all about Black Ops zombies, and we got a special guest who's also awesome, and he's a really good friend of mine. It's Sonic Wave. Say hi. Thanks, man. It's Sonic Wave 95 with you, and today I'm joined by with uh, Bish in this lovely podcast, and we're gonna guide you through the transition between uh, World at War, Black Ops 1, and Black Ops 2, mainly about zombies. Guide us through, Bish. So, pretty much, the um, World at War zombies was very basic. It all started off like once you finished the World at War campaign, it, this was a, like an extra mini game, which was a zombies mode, and you yeah. played as. Um, unknown characters, they weren't Dempsey or anything like that, they were just random US Marines and you pretty much had to kill zombies, all you had were weapons on the wall and the mystery box and the cabinet which had a sniper rifle which really didn't help you much, uh, but yeah you didn't even have the bowie knife, you didn't have perks, you didn't have pack-a-punch. That's, and That's really true because the map was just like stripped to basics, I mean it was pure survival, there was no perks. Because if you want to compare it to real life zombies, if that happened, zombie apocalypse, which I doubt, which is unfortunate, but uh, still, <laughs> you're not going to be having any mystery box or perks or something like that. Hmm. The thing is, um, I don't think Treyarch realized that this mini game will be so big as it is now because um, it's true. Because if you didn't, if they didn't have Knock and Dotobin, then they wouldn't. You wouldn't have Black Ops 2 zombies, you wouldn't have Black Ops zombies, and you wouldn't have all this awesome stuff like, you know, Pack a Punch and things like that. So it all started off from that one map, and then after that, they realized loads of people were playing zombies, so let's give them a bit more. So they gave us uh, Verrucked, and Verrucked had perks. Now, these perks pretty much Juggernaug, um, Quick Revive, uh, Speed Double Tap, up. and Speed Reload, yeah. And um, yeah, Double Tap and Speed Cola. So. They pretty much enhanced you, made you kind of that super soldier and things like that. They gave you kind of better things. Everyone knows what perks is in Call of Duty. It's just that in a drink. So, um, and it's soda. <laughs> yeah, sodas or things like that. I think, um, yeah, also they had more guns in the box, better war weapons, and it was a step up from that really small map. It was really a big step up to be honest, because yeah. after they thought about now they're on Totem and they saw them our players playing it now, then uh, you know they said, why don't we go ahead with making another one and see how that will go in? And you know step by step they started you know upgrading. Then afterwards they brought the Reese, or actually it was Shinonuma. Uh, Shinonuma, yeah, Shinonuma yeah. that had the four perks. Mm. And they started with the traps and all went well to be honest. And then finally they went to the the pure awesome map that until now it's played Duris. Yeah, I'll tell you about Duris. Duris is my favorite map personally in Zombies because um, I used to play World at War a lot and that was mainly for multiplayer. I never actually got a chance to play Zombies because I hated Knock from the Totem so much. Um, so I used to watch these gameplay videos like or people playing the Reese and things like that, and I really wanted to get it. So then I got Black Ops 2, uh, not Black Ops 2, duh, I got Black Ops um, Prestige Edition. So then I got to play the the Reese map. Pretty much, that was the only reason. Um, now the Reese had the amazing pack a punch, yeah, which allowed you to pack a punch these awesome old guns. Because now if you go to Black Ops 1, you will not have, let's say, the brownie or all these old classic uh, guns which you would be able to uh, upgrade but so technically speaking world at war you'll be able to uh, pack a punch these old weapons and in black ops 1 you'll still be able to pack up on some of the weapons such as the thompson the type 100 which are still in uh, the game yeah um the thing i was disappointed about with the black ops 2 uh, not, why am i saying black ops 2 <laughs> the black ops um zombies for the recent things like that was the fact that they didn't include the old weapons inside the box. I would have seen them. I would have liked to see a, a mixture of old and new weapons in that box. Like I wanted to see the PBSH in there because I love the PBSH. I I agree with you. The old guns there was awesome, but at least they left the Thompson the wall and they didn't change it to some next super gun or you know. 
Mm. Well, Thompson, to be honest, was the favorite weapon by by most, you know, by a, a lot of the players used to uh, buy off the wall. You open the first two doors, 750, then the Thompson there, 1,200. It's like, should we compare it to the AK-74U? Um, how so? Well, the AK-74U, for me, in, when it first came out in Black Ops, that's where I first played it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I kind of preferred it more than the Thompson. Much, much more. Yeah. I don't actually like the Thompson. Um, I would have preferred like a PPSH on the wall, but, you know, that's my opinion. Let's move on to the Black Ops maps. Um, as you well know, you have all the Wild at War maps, if you bought Resurrection or Prestige or Hardened editions of Black Ops and you know other maps that came out it started I think first two maps they um, was actually the first three maps because uh, they had the Dead Ops Arcade the thing is I'm not a big fan of Dead Ops Arcade <laughs> it's just I don't consider it as zombies I just consider it as old school arcade kind of old school retro yeah but yeah, it's not it's know. not fun you're not gonna stay there for hours playing Dead Ops Arcade you're gonna play it for a few minutes or play it just so you can get an achievement or something like that um, to True, be but there will still be a purpose for playing it. I mean, it's not like once you play it and you reach a certain point where you say, Oh my god, there's a lot of unlocks and stuff. And, you know, you're just going to quit it. No. I mean, now, if you go to uh, uh, the PC version, where you can have actually... There's a mod where you can play Dead Ops Arcade on PC as the actual soldier, no, in, no uh, bird's eye view. Yeah. And that's, to be honest, once you explore the map like that, it's so good. Hmm, I agree, but, you know, we don't have that kind of things on the consoles, so... Yeah, it's unfortunate. A bit, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. But we had the things like Kino de Tauten, which is pretty much like a cinema or theatre. Theatre of the damned. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty much, um... It was a theatre. I, th- uh, I think it was, um... When I first saw Black Ops Zombies, was, um, actually five, so I thought... Five was actually the first map because I used to watch leaked videos and stuff, and Five just looked so awesome. It's a very difficult map. Five is mainly it is very difficult. I mean, the highest I've seen players go go up to, they really put their mind to it. They're like 60, 70. I mean, that's not a really bad uh, uh, round to be honest, especially for such pros. But I mean, you get into Kino, for example, you have the likes of Syndicate, where 117 round. You know, 117 round has been achieved, mm. and you have the likes of Yoi Slayer on, you know, going into Ascension. These uh, annihilation and this escalation map packs that came after, you know, they're really good. So overall, to be honest, Kino are one of these maps that you can go over the limits. But five, you know, you have the teleporter, the the thief gun. I mean, uh, whoa, the thief zombie? Yeah, zombie or? Um, I think he was. Some people call him the the gun thief. Some people call him the lab tech. Some people call him the professor. It's the, loads of different things. I actually think that he's um he's just a random lab technician in a in the Pentagon, and I think he's just there for some unknown reason. I don't know. For me, that's the challenge they have. Cause if you don't have them, if you don't have it. Then it would kind of be easy. You'll be going over the over the limit of 50, 60, even for uh, you know normal uh, zombie players. Mm. But you know they introduced him. They they made a reason to uh, you know kill him to get an achievement and to get a perk. To tell and you the that's truth, that's they um, first introduced the bonfire fire cell. Yeah, yeah. Were you able to fire the fire cell was in Kino as well. I didn't the know. fire cell was on Kino, but the only map where you had the bonfire uh, is uh, oh, the five, oh, where you will ab- well you will be able to pack punch your weapon for one thousand instead of five thousand points. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't bring that into other maps because you know you could have had maps like Ascension, um, Call of the Dead that had that, and that would be awesome if that had. But then, it it will make it even more easy to play, that's the thing. I mean, 5 is, you know, it's already a hard map to play in. You've got the transition when you teleport, you've got the lift, 
the amount of zombies where you have to run, the obstacles, mm. making a good train around and, you know, getting points, but, you know, they have to even the map, to be honest. I mean, I'm really damn impressed by what Tryout and Activision work through. Mm. Um, I did have... I was going to say one thing about that achievement when you have to kill the lab technician. There was, I remember when I was playing it, um, you know that teleporter in the middle that brings us a pack-a-punch? Yes. One, we all went on a, we were four people, and we all went to all different sides of the teleporter, and the lab tech didn't know what to do, so then he, he just glitched out and he just died. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but I got the achievement, um, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I so, followed the, uh, what's it called? Mm. There was a video on YouTube. I can't remember by who, but it's basically you buy the quick revive if you're playing on solo. You buy the quick revive. Uh, when the Pentagon thief comes in, you kill yourself with a grenade. You will, uh, you will go down with the Mustang and Sally. And while you're on the reviving mode, you just shoot the Pentagon thief, and then you'll be revived. You will get the free perk, I think. Uh, I don't the think achievement. A, I don't think it was a free perk. I think it was um, the bonfire one. Yeah, bonfire sale. Okay. Well, you see, that's the challenge. If you don't kill the Pentagon thief, then you won't be able to get the bonfire. So. I think also um, the pack a bunch automatically opens. You don't need to turn any death cons or anything like that. Oh yeah, sure. That's as well. Yeah, so let's move on to um, the other map, like, towards the end of Black Ops' life cycle. Um, they've done some amazing things, like, you know, Moon. Um, I know oh. you don't like the map, but I have to say, in terms of new things they put into the map, it's pretty amazing. It's just, like, things that we've never seen before, you know, that three-weapon perk, the transferring of money using the hacker, and they kind of put these kind of things into Black Ops 2 Zombies, but they didn't actually put it in as perks. Um, let's just talk about that. In um, in Transit, because we're talking about Black Ops 2 now, so yeah. in Transit there's like these new features. Do you, do you want to talk about them? In Transit, basically, you cycle through uh, three main maps. The fourth map is the one where you... Uh, I think, yeah, that's after farm where you have to go and open the power and you will be introduced to the lightning zombie, yeah. Yeah. That's the first time they introduce him. And to be honest, until now, I haven't faced him. <laughs> but based on what I heard from uh, friends and, you know, watching the, uh, videos on YouTube, you can kill him by using an EMP grenade or you can distract him. Um, you, can, you can kill him. You can kill him using EMP grenades. So you need yes. EMP grenade or kill him instantly, or you get the galvan knuckles and hit him twice. Yes, and the galvan knuckles will do a lot of damage. Yeah, um, I have to say the galvan knuckles is quite cool in Black Ops 2, especially um, especially with those weird kind of crawler things that jump on your head and things. Because I've seen <laughs> yeah. uh, these are annoying. Yeah, they're useful yeah. though. Um, did you know that? When you go near like those lampposts, yeah. If you have one of them crawler zombies and you put a fan next to the lamppost, or if you turn the power on, the crawler zombies will jump off your head and dig a hole into the ground, creating a teleporter. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I've been playing Black Ops Two Zombies, but I was trying to figure out all these kind of Easter eggs. Mm. But yeah, the Easter egg is uh, very long. It's very uh, long on uh, Black Ops 2. I, sorry? The Easter egg for Black Ops 2 is very long on transit. It's like, right. it has, I'd say, more than 30 parts for this one Easter egg. And people haven't actually figured out how to do the complete Easter egg. Because, you know, there's people that got the achievement because there's two sides to the Easter egg. There's Richtofen's side and there is Dr. Um, Max's side. Although, after that, people have been thinking there has to be more because there's weird things going on in the maps. Like, there's certain things that haven't been explained yet, like the nav cards. So people are thinking there's more than one main easter egg in this one transit map. Um, and I think uh, Next Gen Tactics Zombies on YouTube, they were trying to find out for days. And, and even though like a three hour live stream, trying to figure out what is this bit after this, after we get the achievement, what do we need to do next? And to be fair, they still haven't found it. And you know, a 30 part easter egg is crazy. Best thing about it is, 
your progress is saved in the Easter egg. The, you, you, th that's the main thing to be honest, because if it's not saved, then 30 parts is a lot. I mean, for me, I found getting the Big Bang Theory achievement on Moon is re really hard. Now trying to get this on Zombies, Black Ops 2, uh, that's a lot of challenge to be honest. Especially when you have to go through uh, like three maps, you drop off after uh, uh, you drop off in town, and that's where you get your uh, uh, juggernaut double tap. I think yeah, that's that's uh, after that. Once you're settled with really good guns and your perks, after that, then you'll find you know transit quite easy. You can even just stay in one map without having to go on the bus. If you don't like the challenge being attacked by zombies surrounding you in the bus, then you can just stay in a map. And I really prefer the diner, and I prefer the uh, town. These are the main. Uh, th these are the main uh, maps that I'm seeing now. A lot of players playing on. Mm. Um, personally, although I haven't actually played Black Ops 2 Zombies, from what I've seen, I would say the. I like farm a lot, but you know it is a place that you're gonna die a lot. Yeah. Simply, um, even when you're like training in front of the the farm, you can get run over by the bus. That's not a cool thing. <laughs> um, and pretty much when you're going for the pack a punch, uh, not pack a punch. When you're going for the box in the farm, zombies can jump up and thing. It's good for grief. I'm not gonna lie. Farm is just the best map for grief because it's just grief is. Thank God Triarch and Activision worked hard on this because Grief is so, so amazing. I've been playing Grief for like since 3 o'clock and until now it's like, what, 7? 8? 9? Yeah, it's, it's actually... It's 9, yeah. Yeah, it's 9 from the time Until now, I just stopped an hour ago, but the challenge that you get, I mean mainly now they are playing on town. I'm seeing a lot now. And the challenge is you have... Four, uh, two teams of four players fighting. Uh, it can be with. So as if you're fighting like eight players against zombies, or it can be you know team versus team. It depends on the players how they you know cooperate. But it's a really challenging map because you've got you can share the uh, the nukes. You can share the uh, what the insta kill so if one player from one team got it the other team can use it yeah and that's the challenge to be honest because if you don't get it as quick as possible or you know if you get lucky with the zombies killing them and they are in front of you and you just run over the perk and get it then that's good for you but that's not good for the other team <laughs> another thing that's interesting about grief is you have like these special drops like a piece of meat we could throw at any um, player, including yourself, and that will pretty much attract the zombies to that player. It's kind of like a monkey bomb, but yeah. it's it does more damage. You can right use it. You can just throw it on a random place, and yeah, you it will can... stay there, and the zombies will just go there and you know stay standing, and that's really good to notice. The thing is, the problem with that is if you don't know what it does, um, and you throw it at yourself, then <laughs> you're pretty much screwed. It's not because all the zombies chase yeah. after you. It's not like the monkey bombs where maybe some of them go after it, some of them just try to get it. No, all of them go after you, and you're pretty much screwed. And another thing is, in this kind of mode, only your teammates can revive you, and even then, if someone is knifing you, you're gonna get stunned, and that's not you're not in a good position if you have to revive someone, and you're getting stunned all over the place. That... <laughs> uh... Sorry, I just got <laughs> interrupted. I just just got interrupted. Sorry. So yeah, um, when you you pretty much you know when you knife someone in that that game mode and you see the butterflies come out of them. <laughs> that that is funny to be honest, because every time when you try to revive someone in grief mode, the other players can just uh, knife you. So yeah, um, sorry about that. We have technical difficulties going on. Don't know actually. Don't know what's going on with Skype actually. So we're going to continue where we left off, and we were talking about the grief mode, and especially when you're knifing people, you get the butterflies coming out of people's bodies, pretty much stunning them, 
and uh, Sonic Wave was saying that um, you know, especially when you're trying to revive someone, that could be a big pain in the ass. So, would you like to continue, Sonic? Well, that's one of the reasons why they had I think, to be honest. <laughs> it was just to pull other teammates from reviving, and that's the challenge there. But, however, you can just go in prone mode and uh, revive your teammates. But, that will be a bit difficult to do once you reach over round 16, 17, 18, these rounds. Because then zombies will just spawn more, and if someone dies and respawns, uh, the round will uh, start, so it won't be from the middle of the round. So, but technically speaking, you'll be spending all your ammo, and the round just restarted. Okay. Um, there's this other thing I saw in uh, the grief mode. It's like this kind of thing known as a second chance. Have you encountered that or no? Uh, yes, I have. Once, like you go down, and uh, I, don't, I don't know how it works to be honest, but. Uh, Rooktopin just says you, your team has been given another chance or something like that and that's where it says the round has been re restarted hmm. I, I'm not sure you will, you will come back with your guns uh, but the ammo will not be when you uh, as if when you died uh, and you'll be losing your perks as well hmm. um, of course Let's talk about losing perks, and this means we're going to go straight back to transit. We're flipping from grief to transit, and we're going to talk about the new perk known as Tombstone. Would you like to talk about that? Tombstone is a perk where it's just amazing. It's one of the perks that you can get all your six perks quite easy, to be honest. A simple thing to do is buy your your select your selected three perks, whether it's stamina up, perk revive, juggernaut. Then make the then make the fourth one to be your tombstone. Uh, make sure you have a crawler, and your friend will be able to kill that crawler. So when you basically you need to kill yourself first, and then uh, you'll be spectating your friend. When your friend kills the crawler, you quickly buy the other perks that you didn't have before, and then you go back finding your tombstone, and uh, you'll get all your six perks back. Your points back and your guns back as well. So yeah, um, the tombstone. I never actually knew that you could get your money back. I just thought it, that you get just your perks back and um, that's well, it. Well, uh, I'm not sure about the points, but if you had enough points, then uh, the getting your six perks will be easy to be honest. However, I one more thing I want to talk about on transit mode is. I've seen some of my friends do it, and also I've seen the next, uh, I mean, a video on uh, YouTube where if you get one bullet headshotting two zombies, you will get Deadshot Daiquiri forever. Is that true? That is actually, I'm not quite sure, but I saw a video on it on YouTube uh, from Nixon Chat Tactics Zombies. I don't know if they're going to be listening to this, but they are. Pretty much, you got a shout out. Um, it's it, yeah. If you get with one bullet, two headshots, um, you get like a green kind of mist in your screen, and you see that, and then you get the kind of like dead shot daiquiri. It's not exactly dead shot daiquiri. It only works in transit. It's yeah. pretty much dead shot daiquiri has that uh, like aiming. You aim straight for headshots. Better aim as well. Your crosshair will shrink into uh, yeah, make it, firing from the hip more accurate as well. Yeah, and the thing is, anywhere you aim on the body, as soon as you aim uh, and you kill them, it will it will count as a headshot because the head just pops off. Doesn't matter where you aim, you can aim an arm and kill the zombie, and the head will pop off. So it's well, much easier to kill a headshot. The, the thing is, like, you have to worry about the zombies moving left and right. I mean, they're not just gonna stay running straight towards you and their head is stand still. No, they're gonna move left and right, you know, do the jiggy jiggy. <laughs> yeah, but that's, uh, that's yeah. the thing. Once you've got it, it doesn't really matter because every kill will be a headshot. Um, but the difficult thing is just getting it. I would recommend using uh, something like a sniper rifle. Or on early rounds, I would suggest using a uh, M14, yeah. an M14, yeah, or the pistol. But I doubt the pistol will. No, the, the pistol won't be able to penetrate through two heads. No, I, you know, it's not. Yeah. 
Uh, the way I've seen people doing it with the MC, uh, M14 was they hit the zombies in the body first and then go for the head. So it's just one bullet, takes them both. Them, yeah. yeah. And there's other things as well, these other kind of secret perks as I like to call them. Um, there's one for, I think, um, Quick Revive. It pretty much gives you that Quick Revive forever uh, in transit mode only. Reviving a teammate for more than 30 times. And, and, yeah, I think it's 20 times, or I don't know how many times, in one game, same teammate, and you get that green mist, and it lets you revive the same kind of reviving speed as Quick Revive, uh, as quick revive does. So that's another good thing. And there's another one, that's when you board up the windows, um, you get these more powerful um, barricades. Like, they look the same, but instead of, normally you can hear them hammering into the windows, but now you can hear them screwing, like like one of them drills yeah. thing. So, yeah. I haven't encountered that until now, to be honest. But I have seen uh, some videos on uh, YouTube about Quick Revive and the Digital Daiquiri. Yeah, I think there's going to be loads more things as well. Because they haven't actually included... I don't think they included Deadshot Daiquiri, or did they? Uh, no, the first so far is... Uh, Tombstone, that's the newest one, mm. and Double Tap 2, now Double Tap 2 has the same effect as the Double Tap that we've seen on uh, World of War and on Black Ops Zombies, however these ones do I think more damage and they also uh, ricochet, they bounce, the thing is so they like don't, the power they don't of one do... bullet is times two or something like that, yeah. The is they don't do more damage, well they kind of do, but um, do you know how it takes more ammo? You know when you waste ammo if you're using that kind of perk and things yeah. like that? They kind I don't think, I'm not sure if they counteracted that, but when you fire one bullet, or, you know, it fires two. It fires, yeah. It, it fires, fires two, but it doesn't take it off, it doesn't take it off your ammo count. Yeah. So it's pretty much, you're firing double the ammo. I like to think of it like that, you get pretty much double the ammo, but you waste, you're burning through it, that's how I like to think of it. And after double tap you have uh, stamina up, you have juggernaut, uh, quick revive, speed caller, and that's pretty much it to be honest, 6 perks. Um, yeah, I don't know why they include the other perks, maybe they might do it in like map packs or things like that, but I'll say... What do you think are the most necess uh, the perks that you need the most, the most necessary ones? Uh, well, I would like to see PhD back. I mean, that's a must-have one. For example, in town there are some humps that you can just go over. Jumping from a building won't be affected for, from fire. Because mainly the the main thing that's annoying us here on, uh, for example, like town is the fire. The lava is so annoying. Hmm. Yeah, um, but you never know, maybe it might return as like a secret perk, we don't know that. Maybe get a certain amount of explosive kills and you might get PhD. Well, I hope that's not going to be for transit. <laughs> because, what? you know, a lot of players would like to play uh, survival, you know, just by themselves or with friends. Well, but they're gonna make only for trans, uh, you know, forcing people to play to get these, uh, you know, perks. Then it wouldn't be that much of enjoyment, to be honest. But that, those secret perks are only for transit because if you think yeah. about it, and, it, and even if you leave the game, they still they're still there. But if you think about it, not many people. I don't think many people play survival compared to transit because transit is more varied. You know, you, you could take the bus, you can't take the bus if you don't want to. You could just walk there if you wanted to. There's teleporters, there's easter eggs, there's yeah. Nox and the Totem if you wanted to go there. Um, there's the new weapon, the jet gun. There's buildables, there's all this thing. You don't get these things in survival. Like, there's survival maps, I think, like the bus station. You don't even get power, you don't get, you don't get perks, you don't get pack-a-punch. It's very basic. They stripped it to the basics. You only have uh, Quick Revive, and they try to make it as challenging as we used to see in Nahda and Totten. 
where in World at War you had no perks and just the old guns, and then Black Ops you had the mule kick. And now you only have quick revive, and you're you know you're able to use it three times only. Plus the mystery box. No, but even in um, even in survival, like on the on the bus station one, you don't even have quick revive. Even on solo. The, uh... I'm not sure to be honest. Like I've seen a video, you don't get any perks at all. Like not even quick revive. You don't get any perks. And you don't get to pack a punch, you don't you don't get to do anything. So I wouldn't really play that map. Um so yeah, um another thing that I wanna talk about is the bank in Black Ops 2 Zombies in uh, town. Is it in town or was it in a... Uh... Yes, the bank you'll be able to find it in town and in order to proceed there you will have to cook a grenade and throw it right in front of the uh, the bank door and you'll be able to proceed downstairs where you will you will see the... you'll be able to assemble the Pack-A-Punch machine and actually Pack-A-Punch your weapon. Yeah, it's a very nice thing how you have to find parts and build the Pack-A-Punch machine but, you know, you can really piss someone off if you got an EMP grenade. <laughs> because, um, just imagine you're putting your gun into your Pack-A-Punch machine, paid 5000 for it. If someone throws an EMP grenade at it, um, they lose that gun. So far, uh, on, on grief mode, uh, something like that happened. However, because the Pack-A-Punch machine is on the lava, then I think it will cancel out the effect of the EMP grenade. Because now, if you throw a monkey bomb, if you throw a grenade, an EMP grenade on the lava, it will just, you know, no work. Yeah, I, I know that, but I'm, I'm saying within the transit mode, yeah. you could do that if you really want to piss off some people. And, you know, if you go into a game with random people, they could just do that. Um, another thing is transferring money. Like, as we see in, like, a uh, moon, you can kind of hack money and give give 500 points. 500 points yeah. to uh, players, yes. This time you can uh, save your points in the bank. You can save from 1,000s and, you know, you're just keeping... Uh, you keep adding up 1,000 after 1,000 and whenever you have it going back to town, you'll just be able to collect your money. However, that's a tactic you can use, a strategy base, if you want to save money and use it for later. But, to be honest, I wouldn't much prefer it. Because once you have your points, you want to be able to spend it during the game. If you're in stock, you just want to run into buying a gun off the wall and opening doors without having to worry about your points and stuff. Um, I'll say that the bank thing is a good thing to use if you, if you want to go for the Easter eggs. Like, yes. if, from round one, you could do it. Because I remember me, you, and Aiden, you know, we have to go for... By the way, that's a shout-out to Aiden. Um, we we have to go get points and things like that. And, you know, we wouldn't really get anywhere with the Easter egg until, like, round 10 or, or anything. And by then, the zombies are more difficult. So, if you get the points from the beginning, round 1, or whatever, or early rounds, then you can do the Easter egg and you can be pretty much done by it. True, that is true. I mean, I I want to go back to talking about the assembly. Mm -hmm. the, the the way they made it is you can either just forget about these. I mean, you have to do it in order to get, for example, the power or powering up some perks or proceeding for the Easter egg. But you can, you know, if you just want to play solo for fun without doing any easter you can just buy uh, the doors without having to for example use the turbine uh, which will power up some doors that tells you to be it needs to be powered that you can't buy and you can proceed without having to pay you know the price of opening the door so and also you've got the shield now the shield is i don't want to say it's like a riot shield but you know you assemble it from two parts, one you find inside the diner and the other one you find in the garage next to the mystery box. And it's basically uh, a car door, you assemble it in there and you'll just be able to hit zombies with it, one knock will kill them. The thing is, um, it's good for like taking out zombies, but it doesn't give you points. Yes, that's 
That's the disappointing part of it. It doesn't give you points. <laughs> like, yeah, you can use it on high rounds. I don't know, would it still be a one-hit kill on high rounds, or...? Uh, I haven't tried it for that, to be honest, but pretty much I can tell that you can use it for, you know, late 10. Say, for example, you're using a Bowie knife. It works up to around 10, then afterwards you need to, you know, damage the zombies a bit with your gun, then knife them, and it will work as one knife kill. Mm. However, the Galvanacles, they work up to around 14, 15, then afterwards it will take some damage from your uh, guns, then a one hit from the Galvanacles. The thing I like about the Galvanacles, is I said this earlier, was that you can kill those crawler things that jump on your head, because they're yeah. a bit annoying, I have to say. Um, it's a one hit kill if you turn around and you hit them. Um, two hit kill if they jump on you. And you know, instead of that five, the five uh, hit kill for the knife, which is just stupid. Yeah. Um, I hate it. I mean, these uh, small crawlers. It's not like you're expecting them to go off after you reach, uh, you know, a life point. But you will have to knife them in order to get them off you. That's pretty much annoying. I hope. I don't know. Can you turn them off? Like, because you have all these options in Black Ops 2 Zombies, like, turn off magic, turn on hellhounds, and well, things like that. Well, that's the only thing you can customize on it, that's it. I mean, the crawlers, no. Hmm, that's a problem, because I don't want to go into zombies and then just get these crawlers. Because you don't get points for killing them, they're just there to annoy you. That's the thing, it's challenge. You get them on transit, mainly, but for other maps, you can either uh, start from round... 1, 5, 10, 15, or 20, or, you know, you can put only headshots, or put on magic, or hellhounds, you know. Hmm. I prefer with the hellhounds, it's a challenge, and also you get, uh, you know, max ammo afterwards, which is good to be honest. You can count it as uh, one of the rounds that you can pass them easily, and having to uh, gear ammo back. Yeah, um, speaking of Hellhounds, I don't know why this brought me on to this, but let's talk about Nuketown Zombies. So, you, um, the way to get Nuketown Zombies, guys, is you pretty much pre-order your copy of the Prestige or Hardened Edition, or you buy the, um, the season, pass. season Pass and you'll get it in December in time for Christmas, hopefully. So, yeah, they're the only two, well, they're the only ways of getting the Nuketown Zombies map, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty much the old Nuketown. It's not Nuketown 2025. It's Black Ops Nuketown. It looks destroyed, and pretty much you have to face zombies there. And um, the perks come in at random times from meteors in the sky, which is yeah. pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, and not only that, they come from uh, they come at random times, yeah. and they fall off at random places. I mean. You're not gonna be expecting them to be from the in the same place. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, was it Shinonuma or not Shinonuma? It was like um, Shangri-La. How they have them in different places. They always spawn in different places. Really yes, much like that. That, that that's like that to be honest. And and even though it's on Shinonuma, where you expect to go in one place, but it changes. Yeah, Shinonuma, and I. I think Moon, but that's only for... Moon is with uh, something else. Moon is for Juggernaut and uh, Speed Connor. It was Sheena Numa and um, Shangri-La. They were the ones yeah. that um, had the crazy perks thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, it's kind of cool. I like I like Black Ops Zombies. Uh, not Black Ops Zombies. I like Newtown Zombies. Because, you know, it, it looks kind of cool. I'm not gonna it, is, it is cool. It's, it's very, very challenging map. I mean, I'd say um, out of all the maps I've seen in in terms of survival, because it is a survival map. It's not a transit map, of course. In terms of survival, it is the best survival map because I don't like uh, town. I don't like all these maps because they're very small maps. Very small maps, and you know you'll Nuketown be surprised because once you play it, you will say Nuketown Zombie is really small map. I mean, you'll not be able to have even the space that you have if you're playing multiplayer in uh, Nuketown. 
I mean, some of the garages in the yellow house and in the blue house, they are locked. You can't even go through them, except for one of them. And there's a lot of obstacles. To be honest, for me, I really prefer town. That's one of my favorite maps. And that's the map that I'm seeing now currently. More than 80,000 uh, players online just playing that. But I would prefer to have a bit bigger maps, uh, something like Kino-sized maps for the survival, because I'm really disappointed with the size of the maps, like, on a very cramped map. I know it's more challenging and all, but I want to kind of explore the map, because I'm the kind of person that will train the whole map. That's what I used to do for the Reese and things, because yeah. that's that's what got me to round 30. I'm not going to lie. It, it does take longer. Like, cause you know, I know people like Syndicate, and I know you, Sonic, um, do the rate train and things like that. And I'll tell you the truth, Sonic's been trying to teach me how to rate train all this time. I still <laughs> can't do it. It's just, it's not in my nature to do that. It's just. Yeah. Well, for me on Kino Solo, the highest I was, I went up to is to around uh, 64 Solo. The only thing I got disappointed is. Uh, on Kilo, I mean on Black Ops 1, they didn't have the ability where you can save your records, your rounds, points and kills when you play solo. But now, on Black Ops 2, there's actually a reason to play solo, which you can have all your status in the leaderboard. That's really a cool thing, to be honest. Yeah, it is actually a cool thing, the fact that you can save your leaderboards and, and things like that. But even then... I don't see what's the point of leaderboards isn't if there isn't a proper zombie ranking. Although there is, there is a zombie ranking system because I've seen people have different kind of emblems. Like some people have a zombie with blue eyes, some people have a yeah. zombie with a, a knife, some people have like two guns crossed over each other. And I don't know if that's related to Easter egg or if that's related to your performance because some people I've seen people that's changed. Like one minute they have zombies with blue eyes, next game they have. Uh, crossed over weapons. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's uh, ending on uh, or anything. That's like ranking up on uh, zombies, and I think the way to do so is by playing transit and a lot of survival videos or grief. Mm. But mainly transit, yeah. That's where you get these emblems. Yeah, and it's even then, it's just there's some things about the zombies that I'm not really, I'm not, I wouldn't say familiar with, but I don't really like in Black Ops 2. Um, like the fact that the mystery box is a bit limited in what they have, it's, it's always pretty much the same guns that appear, especially in survival, and I'm not going to complain, but I want to see some cool weapons in the box. Because um, you know, you got all of these Nuketown, uh, Nuketown, you got all of these 2025 guns, that we've yes. never seen before. Why don't they just put them in the box? Well, not only that, I mean, they have the awesome, and I must say, one of the greatest LMGs, the RPD. That gun has been implemented from, uh, well, from from Modern Warfare 1 when it first came out. Is that, is that right? Yeah, I think the reason is they put the guns like the, the original MP5 and the RPD was because a lot of people, you know, on, on Cod World or tend to modify maps and they use the guns from COD 4 so I used to I remember watching Yoti Slayer's videos and he would pretty much put like a well he would be playing custom maps that had MP5s on the wall and RPDs in the box and things like that so maybe that was something that links into that because they know that a lot of people love um, the custom maps and things like that and I hope Black Ops 2 has custom maps for the PC and I really do hope at the end of the all of the DLC, I hope that they release this kind of make your own map DLC so you can pretty much have fun with everyone and you know see what you can make and, and things like that. I doubt they'll do that because they think in their minds that they're going to lose a lot of money. But Well, it depends on the, the way they take it. But to be honest, I mean, so far since the game came out, there have been like, I don't know, three or two updates of 26 megabytes, and uh, they changed some of the stuff in Zombies, but not a lot. The main thing they changed is on uh, multiplayer, because you, you were able to play uh, Nuketown 24-7, 
servers available all the time, but now, unfortunately, you can't, and now they change it into a bonus uh, game mode, where, for those who only have Nuketown 2025, where you play small maps, different, you know, mosh pits, different uh, game modes, Domination, Team Deathmatch, and so on. Mm, I know a lot of people are uh, very annoyed by that kind of them taking Nuketown 24-7 uh, out of the playlist because it kind of feels like, well, we pre-ordered this game just to get Nuketown and we don't get to play it. That's why people are annoyed about it. But, you know, it's understandable, I have to say, because they want more people playing the objective. Nuketown 24-7 wasn't objective. It was straight up team deathmatch kind of thing. And, I agree, yeah. And, you know, it's like... They want people to play the objective, and they do reward you in Black Ops multiplayer, Black Ops 2 multiplayer, for playing the objective. Like, you get more points for capturing B, you get more points for killing people um, at a certain flag or whatever, or for planting the bomb, or for whatever, or capturing a hard point. You get loads of points, and that counts towards your your score streak and things like that. And like the people that tend to play Team Deathmatch will find that your 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 school your your kill streaks will be difficult to get because you're just relying on yourself getting kills. Now, in terms of the score streaks, uh, that's something really nice. I mean, before you had three kills and you get a UAV. Here, you need three kills and a half to get a UAV. So they balance that out with making. It would gain points, like a lot of points from assist kills or gain objective, and that's where you play the main role. I mean, even destroying, for example, like Claymore will give you 50 to 80 points uh, counted towards your kill streak, which is really good to be honest. It is good, and um, and it's not just that. It's like even kill streaks count towards your other kill streaks. Like right. using your UAV, you can get UAV assists for every time someone gets a kill. Now that's that's something amazing because you're obviously going to rank up faster because you're going to get loads of XP from that, um, which is awesome. So then you can prestige more and mm -hmm. things like that. And even when you prestige, you get a permanent unlock uh, token, so you can unlock something permanently. Yes, you, you can unlock the guns that you want instead of paying money for the guns that you don't want. You see, you see how you had uh, in uh, Black Ops One where you have cut points you can spend on uh, guns but you have to wait for them to be unlocked at certain level. Yeah. You have it uh, on Black Ops 2, yes you do need to unlock uh, at certain points. However, you can choose not to uh, spend money, cut points on that, and you can just spend the token on unlocking it and be able to use it. Yeah, which is, which is kind of cool. And um, another thing is the Master Prestige. Like once you've got up to pretty much your end prestige and you complete it, you unlock everything. Yes. Every, every single thing, every single weapon, every single attack, I don't think every single attachment, but you unlock pretty much everything. And I know the first official um, people that done that was T. Martin, I think, and, and he had a group of people that were doing that 24-7 playing Call of Duty uh, on this one account, uh, hashtag the race actually, that was the account. And I think they're going to sell that account for charity along with the Xbox they played on. So, yeah. What else is I going to talk about? It's, it's very nice. And they're going to give the money to the like war veterans and things like that, which is, which is kind of cool. Um, it's nice to see. Also, um, another thing about the multiplayer in, uh, in Black Ops 2 is the new kind of gold camos and diamond camos. Have you heard about that, Sonic? The diamond camos, you can get them for... I think the first time I saw them is on the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? It's one of the specials. Yeah, um, was it the ballistic knife or the... Uh, no, no, the... Crossbow, yeah. yeah. There you go, the crossbow. You can have a diamond camo for that. And that's really nice, to be honest. I'm no... I'm no, I'm like... I'm really impressed how they implemented the diamond uh, camo into these weapons. Now, I haven't seen them for normal weapons, assault drivers and so on, but I've seen them for the crossbow. You, really can, nice. you can get it for any weapon. The way you get it is you get the gold camo for every weapon in that kind of slot. For instance, if you wanted the diamond camo on the crossbow, you would need to get gold camo for every special. 
and you'll get the diamond camo for every special. Well, you only have crossbow and ballistic, uh, ballistic knife. Crossbow, uh, crossbow. I think ballistic knife. And what else was the? Was it the riot shield? And I think the combat knife as well. They're the things that count towards the specials. And um, another thing, I've seen it with the uh, submachine guns as well. Um, it's pretty much. It's nice to look at, but I wouldn't suggest going for it because it's pretty much a waste of time. I, I agree for that, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, at least you have uh, you have something to do. I mean, you're going to be playing the multiplayer and once you get the Master of Prestige, you're going to be unlocking everything, then there would be a lot of, you know, there wouldn't be a point to play multiplayer anymore. And that's where you, the game ends and stops. But if they don't have these challenges where you want to unlock these special camos or you know any any other uh, emblems that you find then you know the game would just stop right there you know something i think they should put in in the multiplayer is i know syndicate said this but um the pack-a-punch camos i think they should put that in some multiplayer there there is a camo uh similar to that uh, it's uh, black and red and has some Chinese writings on it. It looks very close to pack a punching a weapon uh, in Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 1, but it's, it is close to it to be honest. It is close to it, but it's not that exact. Hmm. Another thing I would like to see is like special effects on your weapons, like like <laughs> sometimes some silly special effects or even like a pack a punch special effect, so it looks like your weapon's pack a punched as well. Obviously. There won't be that extra damage from pack a punching and, and things like that. Sure. Now, I want to talk about the COD casting and theater for both zombies and multiplayer. Now, I've been impressed how they uh, added uh, the COD casting where you'll will you be able to join a random game, uh, you know, just spectate people how they play and learn from it. It will take a space from the lobby, yes, but, you know, it's a good experience to be honest. You can just cut cost over players. Well, what do you think about that, to be honest? Um, I'm not a big fan of podcasting because I remember at Eurogamer Expo, they're focusing on it a lot. And I, I, it's good for, like, MLG or whatever it is, like, eSports and things like that. But I don't think, because I'm casual, I don't play Call of Duty on that professional level. And... Yeah, I don't. I think it's pointless. I genuinely think it's pointless because I don't know. It's just difficult to explain. It's just it doesn't benefit me, and I don't think it benefits the majority of the players that play Call of Duty. You know, it's only for a specific number of people. So yeah. Well, th that's where you'll be able to uh, like record your gameplay, and you know later on you can podcast it and render from the same thing. I mean, now I'm on the theater mode and you have start film, select film, create highlight reel, podcast film, render video, code TV and barracks. You can, you know, just pick a file whenever you want to use it and, you know, pick on the highlights, create certain clips that you want to add, uh, edit them, podcast them, then render them from the same thing. But how and much that, is the limit for that? And you cannot, uh, you know, you'll not be able to see on uh, Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1, you'll just be able to save your video, then podcast it afterwards. I mean, uh, podcast it afterwards. Hmm. The thing is, like, is there still that limit uh, of video? Because I remember in, um, in Black Ops 1 and, and I think Modern Warfare 3, is that you had that kind of 30 second clip and then you have to send it to YouTube. Is that still there? Uh, to be honest, I haven't uh, I haven't been on that so far. Okay. I haven't got any info, to be honest. Okay. Um, another thing is the new game mode. I think was it Hardpoint? Have you tried that out? Yes, Hardpoint. Hardpoint is uh, basically a spot that is randomly uh, put in the map, and you need you and your teammates need to be there and. Uh, uh, you know, you have to capture the hard points, stay there and protect it, 
and the longer you stay there, the more points you're gonna gain. And that's where you earn uh, the points, and you know, then you'll be able to, uh, uh, you know, to challenge the other players. Because if they don't, uh, uh, they, if they don't, if they don't take the hard point, then they will not be able to uh, get points. And even if the same, uh, I mean, even if the uh, the enemy team and your team is in the same uh, hard point, then none of you will be able to get the points as long as you know you to stay there okay um i think it's it's kind of for people that don't play call of duty it's similar to king of the hill in gears of war or halo um it is yeah. quite similar to that yes it's very similar and you know it's, it's very good for getting points and getting xp and leveling up and i'm not gonna lie that's that's pretty much the um i would say the purpose of it because you know modern warfare 3 had it but they kind of dropped care packages there. It was more like a party game situation. Yeah. Speaking of party games, they brought back party games in um, Black Ops 2 with, you know, they revamped um, Sharpshooter, Gun Game, Sticks and yeah. Stones, things like that. I think the other one, which is um, One in the Chamber. One in the Chamber, yes. But they kind of... I, I think they ruined One in the Chamber by giving you the cap, that gun that... Um, fully auto pistol. Uh, to be honest, that's one of the guns that I can see now. A lot of players are using that and the three burst uh, gun, which is uh, if I can see it now, it's the B2 uh, B23R secondary uh, uh, pistol, where you can unlock. To be honest. Just by leveling up, uh, ranking up from rank 10, and so. Mm -hmm. And it's a pistol where you shoot uh, three rounds and you have 15 bullets. It's a really powerful gun, especially if you have dual wields. It is very powerful, but you know, um, I, I don't seem that I would use that kind of secondaries because I've already decided what I'm going to use in multiplayer. Um, just primaries all the way. No, no secondary. Now speaking about choosing primaries, the thing that I love about this is the wild cards. The wild cards, they're the moments I heard what they, what they are and how you can use them and what what their effect is, is just beast. That is beast mode on. I mean, now I can have two primaries. I can have a sniper and SMG. I can have a shotgun and. Uh, SMG or an assault rifle. I can go on hammering players, go hammering them, and you know, be able to uh, get a lot of kills. I mean, mm. so far my kill to death ratio now is much, much better than Black Ops One, and so goes for the wild cards and how you know uh, you can use them in multiplayer. Their effects, you can you know you can add perks. You can have up to six perks if you want, but yeah, of um, course you're gonna sacrifice uh, having secondaries, attachments, lethal or tactical because you're only able to choose. Uh, you know, you have the pick ten class system. Yeah. So another thing is, I'm gonna wrap this up, but I want I want to say uh, to end this off with, what do you think on custom controllers? What do you think about them? Uh, custom controllers. Now, there have been a lot of changes to uh, like how you can uh, use them. Uh, but mainly it's the same thing. I mean, if you use tactical, you have the back pads at the, at the back of your you know, Xbox or PS3 controller. Uh, pretty much they are the same, to be honest. I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the one that will not be able to use a custom controller. I will still be using it till now. Wouldn't make a difference to me, to be honest, if I had it on Black Ops One or no. Okay, but um, in terms of like, I don't mean like modded controller in terms of rapid fire and in drop shotting and things like that. I mean like in terms of looks. Like, do you think they're a good thing? 
<laughs> what having the Black Ops 2 logo on your custom controller? Or or any or anything on a custom controller? What do you think about that? Uh, I I don't see how it would make a lot of difference to the game. To be honest, I mean, it's it's a separate thing. If you if you know what I mean. Now, what I think about custom controllers is that um, not a lot of companies do them right. You know, I'm very picky about them. Like, okay, I like the look of them. I don't like modded controllers because they. It's, I think of it as cheating. So I don't like when people use them or anything. But a lot of people use these controllers and stuff. Um, although I do like custom-looking controllers. Like, you know, the, these ones that have designs on them and things like that. And I would like to give out a big shout out to Controller Force. These guys are amazing. They make good quality controllers, um, and they're good price as well. You know that. Forty-five pounds for a controller. That that's not bad to be honest. It's that's not bad, bad at all. That, you know, get your own custom design on a controller for forty-five pounds. I think the the most expensive controller they have is the sixty-pound controller, and that's a carbon fiber controller. Ooh, so carbon fiber, yeah, super light. So I mean, yeah. for an for an Xbox, yes, a carbon fiber controller will do because. I really like the PS3 controls, they're really light, they're, you know, for, for the Xbox, the only reason why I don't like it is because the battery is at the back, and that's something that's really annoying me. Mm. The weight of it is just, you know, just too much. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. So yeah, guys, if you want to get yourself an awesome custom controller with any design you want, um, the guys controller force will help you out and it is a good price as well and that's include i think it's including shipping and they kind of put like bullets as well inside in to replace um the xby whatever buttons so they replace buttons with bullets if you want them uh they can give you a custom home button custom everything i've seen this one controller it's pretty much like a coca-cola controller looks amazing and things like that also I prefer to have the directions instead of the D-pad and the Xbox controller. That's the one thing I really like for when I custom control my, uh, well, customize my controller. Having uh, directions instead of the D-pad. Oh, so you mean like um, a proper directional? Yeah. Oh, like the PlayStation 3? Yeah. I'm sure they I... can do that actually, the, the guys at Controller Force, because I've seen what they've done. They've actually replaced the D-pad with a bullet. Would you believe that? <laughs> well, it's not gonna be a real bullet. It is a real bullet. It's a, it's, like, <laughs> it's a bullet shell, and then they I think they cut it, and they put it into a controller, which is awesome. That would just add up to the weight, though. <laughs> We're just yeah, it the would. It would actually. I mean, it will it will work well for the PS3, yeah, but for the Xbox, overweight, overweight. Hmm. And the thing is, um. They also do these kind of fun kind of controllers in terms of they put LEDs. I've seen this one controller they did. It's it's pretty much a zombie design, and they have two mm -hmm. zombies on the controllers. And you know how in Black Ops the uh, the eyes of the zombies glow blue. So they put LEDs in the zombies' eyes. So every time the the controller vibrates, the eyes go blue. I for some reason I prefer having the I prefer the zombies in Black Ops 2 more than zombies in Black Ops 1. I mean, mainly the change how they, uh, you know, how they attack. I mean, it can be around 10 or around 15, and you will still have some zombies just walking and some zombies running. And you know, their eyes are blue. You can see them quite clearly. And you have the fire, uh, fire part where you know, if they touch the fire, they will still burn and lose. You know some of their health. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast. It was awesome to have you on. And hopefully, Thanks, hopefully, guys, if you want to see Sonic Wave on, just tweet to me at Get Life Podcast and say we want Sonic Wave on the podcast again because it's it's awesome. Hopefully, we'll have him on other episodes. Hopefully. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because I want him on other episodes as well. So yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed episode 50 of the podcast. Hopefully we'll get 50 more episodes 
and then hopefully a giveaway. Send, I don't know. send messages and tell us what you want to talk about on uh, the future uh, uh, podcast. Yeah, on the on the future episodes of the podcast, tell us what you want to see. If you want to see more zombies talk, if you want to see more Black Ops talk or whatever, even if we can even talk about Dynasty Warriors if you guys want. So just tell us what you want and we'll do it. Hope you I guys love have enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, Dynasty Warriors is awesome. Like me and um, Sonic here were playing Dynasty Warriors and it's just an awesome game. Hack and slash. The main thing I love about it is bashing through the enemies, having a lot of them, and you know you just do your combos, kill them. You know it, it's just total fun. However, this is this is a Black Ops talk. <laughs> Let's not switch to Dynasty Warriors. Hopefully we'll do that on another episode. Yes. Save that for a different time. Anyway, I've been Bishop Mish, and that has been Sonic Wave, and this was the Get Life Podcast. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We work in the dark to serve the light. We are gamers. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted.